True Neutral, it's a podcast Just two friends who wanna chat So join Commentary too It's Adventure Time on True Neutral Ha <laughs> hello! How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't have to be professional, this is a bonus episode Yeah, we're having fun, whatever Besides, it's goofy. It's about adventure time! Yes, it is. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, I just Derek, want... by the way. I'm Keenan. He was excited about adventure I'm time. I'm excited about adventure time. Now, I would like you to get all of your Tom Kenny hate out now. Um, as I have previously stated, I cannot stand Tom Kenny, and I do not watch shows that generally he is related to. Futurama is a major exception. Um, Abner Double Deal. Abner Double Deal. Um, <laughs> however, I, I, yeah, I, I don't watch Adventure Time. I've watched enough Adventure Time that I know a couple of things. I've never seen a full episode. I know basically the main characters. There's... He says defensively. <laughs> I'm not defensively. I absolutely hate Tom Kenny, and I actively chose not to watch this show. I will, I will admit that. But I will say that I do know, like, um, kind of like the main characters, I think. Uh, there's obviously Huck. Or, uh, <laughs> there's Finn and Jake. Huck Finn, man. Huck Finn. I read books. <laughs> the Adventures of uh, Huckleberry Finn and his dog Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's Finn and Jake. Um, Jake, famously voiced by. Uh, you got it. Yeah. Uh, you got it. Uh, you uh, got it. Joe DiMaggio. There you are. Yeah. yeah. I had it, and then I lost it when I confidently said that I had it. <laughs> um, and uh, then there's uh, Princess Bubblegum. Yes. Um, the Vampire Girl. Marceline. Marceline, yes. Vampire Queen. And um, Ice King. Yes. Um, those, is there those are, a those... person that looks like a Game Boy? That's Bemo. Bemo. Okay, yeah. okay. See, I know some things. Yep. That's that's the extent of my knowledge of the show. All right, so the, uh, Jake can transform into different things. He's a dog, but he's, he can transform. He's stretchy. He's stretchy dog. He's it, like very, very not infinitely, but he can stretch for a very long time. All right, and Finn does not take his hat off. Not very often. And he's got a sword. Yeah, Finn has a beautiful head of hair for most of the series, actually. Okay. Every time he takes his hat off, it's just a big flowing blonde <laughs> amount of like Samson-esque beautiful hair. All right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he, he, that's literally the extent of my knowledge of this show. He takes it off and gives it to a witch one at one point. Interesting. Except the tech. That's a fun episode that doesn't have a lot to do with the lore, so I can just bring that up. So that's what we're here to talk about is the Adventure Time lore. Spoilers for Adventure Time. Oh, so many! All the spoilers for Adventure Time because we're gonna, gonna go. It's gonna be fun because I literally know nothing about this show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna go over some some um, base base knowledge um, things we should know as we go through the timeline because that's how I'm gonna go through this. I'm just on the Adventure Time fandom timeline. So yeah, you can follow along if you'd like. 
So he, he also owns this entire series and has watched it more than once. I feel it's fair to assume. Yeah, at least four times. Okay, yeah. See, yeah. so he also has a fair amount of his own personal knowledge and opinions as well as whatever he's about to read. Very much so. Which I'm uh, sure we will hear. Yes, <laughs> uh, very much. And uh, my favorite thing uh, with this show, as well as a lot of people's favorite thing, uh, is the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is just a huge thing. I personally have learned multiple songs from this show. Uh, my favorite being Everything Stays. Anybody else? Is, yeah. I, I understand that, that. I know the words to most uh, of Clock songs. Yeah. Metalocalypse is uh, a huge, amazing show for me. So yeah. I, I definitely understand that. Yes, for many of the same reasons. For like the Actually, Metalocalypse is a great comparison. If you're an adult that likes brutal shows, you've never watched Adventure Time, the lore in Metalocalypse and the way music is important is very similar. Fuck. You're making me want to really watch this show that I really don't want to watch. <laughs> well, you're going to get, like, all the spoilers here. So, um, one of the main things with this story is that the the villain is the Lich. End of the day, the Classic Lich. Classic D&D. Yeah. Um, Love it. Love a good Lich story. Yeah, uh, Lich and Orgolorg is a big, is a big, uh, monster character who's got some important bits in the, in the lore. Alright. <laughs> um, and they both, um, existed before time, apparently, according to the Lich. Um, and, well, every, every thousand years or so, a comet hits Earth. Yes. Um, and this... So it is Earth that they're on. It's not some other planet. Right. It's definitely Earth. You're right. It is, it is Earth. Is there a year that this show takes place in? Um, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, Just wondering, because <laughs> things are, as I understand them, pretty different than the Earth that I know. Yes. Absolutely they are. Um, So... A long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, but right here on Earth. Yeah. Um, the elementals. There are four elementals. There is uh, candy, slime, ice, and fire. I did not see that coming, but okay. Those, <laughs> <laughs> those are the four elementals. <laughs> and uh, they come together a uh, very long time ago to try and stop one of these uh, catalyst comets, as they are known, okay. from hitting the Earth. Um, and the ice elemental creates a crown. You'd see it on the Ice King's head now. Okay. And that crown was designed to help stop the comet from coming. Mm-hmm. by fusing with the user and granting them their greatest wish. Mm-hmm. And that, in in theory, was to be to stop that comet. Okay. Uh, but he got stopped in the process of doing that, so it was left to his assistant, who actually just wanted to be him. Mm-hmm. So it, instead of stopping the comet, granted him his greatest wish, which was to basically lose his identity, become... This guy with the beard and ice powers. Sure. 
Okay. Okay, so that's how the crown works. And that's why the Ice King becomes the way he does. Okay. Uh, that is a deep lore spoiler already. We're, we're just starting off like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's fine. It's actually a good buffer for me because you talk about it and then I remember that I, I don't want to watch <laughs> this show. Uh, well, he's a big part of the lore, so you're going to hear a lot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like it's going to be a good buffer for me to keep myself away <laughs> from this because I remember exactly how annoying his voice is every time I hear it. Makes me hate it all over again. <laughs> all right. So, uh, we know at least about uh, two other uh, catalyst comets that hit the Earth. Uh, one that was tried to be intercepted by Orgolorg, who won this power. Orgolorg is such a good name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was stopped by uh, Grob Gob Glob Grob. <laughs> Also a good name, but much harder to say. <laughs> Not gonna try that one. Yeah, um, and Grob Gob Glob Grob is is called Grob if you get too mad. No, they're multiple. They're multiple entities as one basically god figure. Okay. That's okay. that's why people in the show will say, "Oh my Glob" and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gob dang it! I've heard. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, he was uh, banished by the four Gs. Um, Orgorg was to banished to Earth for attempting to intercept the Catalyst Comet and gain its power, but he was transformed into a penguin due to the planet's gravity. Okay. That. What? I it it makes a lot more sense visually. I I promise. Don't know how that could be possible, but carry on. He gets squished. Uh, yes. That doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, but it's a cartoon, so I'll allow it. Carry on. He's one of the mini penguins that's around Ice King, and he Ice King calls all of his penguins different variations of Gunther. 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 Yeah. Um, and uh, Gunther, his like main one, is Orgawar. Okay. Sure. So he's just got this very powerful beast that's stuck and trapped. On Earth. And, yeah, so he's banished on Earth, and the third Catalyst Comet that we are sure of is the Blue Catalyst Comet, but we don't know when that hit, and it started off as a butterfly and eventually becomes Finn. Okay. Because the Catalyst Comet is reincarnated over time. Sure. Yeah, that, this all makes sense. <laughs> this all... This, this, this... I'm, Taking off a fact list over here, the, all these <laughs> things check out. Yep. Okay, so this is all before the Mushroom War. The mu that's a sounds like a good war. Yeah. Well, what kind of was, mushrooms are we talking about? It was trippy, that's for sure. Good. Good. Um, I have it no other way. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Yes, I love. <laughs> Crickets from the peanut gallery. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So um, before the Mushroom War, uh, Simon Petrikov. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good name. Good name. Later to become the Ice King. Fuck. <laughs> is born as well as Betty is ruined born. name. <laughs> so Betty and Simon are together before the Mushroom War. They're 
big, big lovin's. I do vaguely remember hearing him lament about something about a woman, but I didn't care very much about what he had to say, so I wasn't really listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, four years before the Mushroom War, Marceline, the Vampire Queen, is born. Okay. Now, uh, she is the daughter of the Lord of Evil, um, Hunson Abadir. Sure, that's a good name. Yeah, and a human. And and a human! <laughs> uh, her mom, I don't know if her mom is actually named at any point, but there's a good story... Uh, that's in, fucked up. ...in the later seasons where uh, <laughs> she is shown to be, like, cared for by her mom until her mom gets sick and dies. Okay. And, like... Sends her like sends her away after she knows she's ready to be away and yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tragic. She's like five. Classic tragic backstory. But she's also you know enchanted with evil so. Yeah, she's she's a vampire. She'll be fine. Yeah. Um. She'll survive. People don't know how to handle that shit. <laughs> uh. Simon Petrikov discovers the Ankyridian with Betty by his side. Um. And he is trying to convince everybody that it's like a like truly powerful book, and nobody believes him. Okay. Um. And he purchases a crown a couple years later, um, and tries it on, and he starts to go crazy every time he puts it on, and like he's just trying to study it because he's like an intense researcher, but. In trying to study it, he kind of loses his sanity to the crown. And this seems to be why he survived the Mushroom War. Alright. Um, he also scared Betty away, and um, it seems as though she just left him and he never saw her again. Mm-hmm. We later find out that she jumps through a time portal. Very Rick Sanchez. To Well, it was a... I think we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so defeated for a second. Uh, there's just so much in this goddamn series, man. Uh, uh, so, the elementals of that time, mm -hmm. the elementals are also reincarnated over time. Okay. Um, and the elementals of this like current time saw the future vision of the Mushroom War and Visions of the Lich. Okay. And the one of the the Ice Elemental was like, hey, let's all go freeze ourselves and like survive past this. And the other Elementals were like, nah, we're good. <laughs> she was like, well, screw you. And she did it to herself. Okay. She just froze herself. So she comes back later. Um... Mushroom War happens, and it, like, there's a couple images where we see Earth from space. A whole fucking chunk of Earth is just gone. Just blown out. Okay. Yeah. Like, like the end of Eternals? I didn't watch Eternals. Oh, okay. Feels like a movie I'd like, but I have not watched it. You should. Mm. It's not bad. And so, uh, the Lich's body, uh, arises during the explosion of the mushroom bomb, and he 
begins his uh, effort to cease all life in the universe. Okay. So that's that's yeah. kind of his deal. Yeah, that's that's what as you do. Yeah. Um. So, a few years after the Mushroom War, Simon Petrikov still half sane and only using the crown for defense, but like kind of like Frodo in the ring needing to use it more and more. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 Like I understand that analogy. Yeah. Um. So he, a couple years after the Mushroom War, he adopts Marceline because she's alone in the world. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. He ends up having to abandon her once he like truly becomes the Ice King. Yeah. But like he takes care of her for a little while. Yeah. Um. After a few years, uh, Marceline finds her father and is good with him for a while. Uh, you know, the Lord of e- all evil. Oh, Lord of all evil. You know, uh. no better dad to be raised by. <laughs> I, I, you know, but y- you're probably safe. Yeah, I assume so. Uh. So, uh, oh yeah, alright, so Two Bread Tom. Okay. <laughs> Two Bread Tom is uh, a surviving human and he uh, leads the tribe of a bunch of other surviving humans. And Marceline grows up to be a vampire hunter and protect him and his tribe. Um, after, like, as she kills the last vampire, though, she's bitten by the vampire, so she ends up becoming the last vampire. Okay. Yeah, so she's half demon, a vampire, and yeah, half human. All right. Sure. Yep. This all checks out. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so, uh, two Brett Tom and a bunch of those humans land on um, an archipelago. It says here. It's just, yeah, it's a group of archipelago. Islands. Archipelago. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's an archipelago. Archipelago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't mean to be the grammar Nazi or anything like that, but just sometimes the way you say words, I'm like, no, oh, sir. No, sir. No, no, that's not how it's said. <laughs> that, that's fair. No one else corrects me. Um. So... A bunch of the humans, like, all of these humans were uh, running away because they started to be hunted by vampires and rainicorns. Mm. Now, it's never quite explained how the rainicorns show up. Okay, a uh, rainicorn? Excuse R- me? R- okay, so a rainicorn is a rainbow unicorn. Okay. And they're magic. Obviously. And they eat human. Also, obviously. <laughs> Why would I not assume that they eat people? You so, know? Um, as well as oozers, which are basically zombies. They're Okay, that's not, I guess, as bad as it sounds. For some reason, oozers gives, like, a weird, like, ugh, reaction. But well, you say zombies, and I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, they, they are zombies, but they are also oozing from their eyes and mouths. Ugh, yeah, it's see, bad. Uh, yeah, it's it bad. It brings me back to the ugh. Yeah, it's, it's not good. They're creepy looking even in this show like yeah yeah mm. sounds like it um 
so yeah, they they had been hunted and uh, had started wearing animal hats okay. as as sort of a form of like camouflage. So they if they like duck down, they, it wouldn't look like a human head. <laughs> is basically the thought I think. So are they like capable of like higher functioning thought processes as zombies? No, 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 not the zombies. The humans had started oh, the wearing animal hats. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, and so this group of humans just escaped to a group of islands, and Two Bread Tom would be one of uh, a few people uh, immortalized as founders and almost deified. Okay. On these islands. So, uh, so by the time the show takes place, he's dead. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, about a hundred years after that, Princess Bubblegum and Nettie, who are both bubblegum creatures, were, uh, dropped from the mother gum, which is now, um, bubblegum is a naturally occurring element now, and, uh... I have questions. Okay. How? <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Candy is a natural element. Fucking what? <laughs> Candy is a natural element that had been, um, sort of, uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Discovered? No, um, like, pushed down, like, uh... Buried? Kind of, like... Pressurized? That's not... It, it's more of a metaphorical way of saying buried, and I can't think of the word. I have no idea. Anyway, it had been um, otherwise incapacitated to a degree that it wasn't naturally occurring on the Earth that we lived on in current times. But we make candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. In in our in our world, yes. But it's a naturally occurring element in this world. Which is also supposedly our world. Right, but in, in our time, <laughs> magic is not as persistent as present. It's been suffocated is what I want to say, but that's not quite right. Yeah, yeah. Suppressed? Suppressed! God damn, its power had been suppressed. That's the, the word. power of candy? Yes, and, and magic. And bubblegum, and magic. Yeah. It was also See, magic is the thing that, that, like, pick one of these things, one of these things is not like the other. Magic, bubblegum, and candy, those things are like one of... Magic, not not like those other things. So the ice elemental, or the, all the that's, elementals... That's the other thing I, I have a bone to pick with. Okay. The, the elementals are ice and fire, which are elements, and then we have candy and slime, slime. Yeah. which are not... They are. Elements. They're elements. They are not. They're one of... The, they're two of the four elements, in it's, fact. I... Carry on. All right. Um, <laughs> Princess Bubblegum um, creates some family for herself. Um, this family uh, tries to betray her. Uh, Classic. Uh, because she wants to make a kingdom and... Or Uncle Gumball, the the patriarch of her family, uh, wanted to make a kingdom, and, uh, instead of making it fair, he wanted to make it, like, all profitable, and tried to make all of the other family drink the dum-dum juice, which he was an invention he made to make them, you dumb. know, dumb. Dum-dum. Dum-dum. Yeah. Um. I like it. it just I want dum-dum juice. <laughs> it just reverts them to basic 
ass candy and they're real like bah, 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 bah. yeah oh god that's the life and uh care in the world right that'd be so nice but uh basically just a fucking dog just an <laughs> invalid fucking dog yeah uh we'll just have to take care of you but princess gobble uh, princess bubblegum uh gets uncle gumball doused in the dum-dum juice so so he dum-dum yeah, uh, all of her original family is dum-dumbed, and uh, they are now the original um, members of the Candy Kingdom, and she declares herself princess. I feel like you could declare yourself queen at that point. Yeah, you'd think. Why would you declare yourself princess? Because, like, I don't know, that just doesn't... doesn't seem like you hold a whole hell of a lot of power. Although, on the other hand of that... Like, she might not have a lot of power as the the title princess, but she does have more free reign to adventure, which I feel like is what she does in the show, probably. Uh, not as much. Oh. Um, well, see, I don't know what the fuck, then. <laughs> yeah, she's basically working on her kingdom most of the time. Just be the queen. I don't, I don't know, man. If you want to adventure, be a princess. If you want to stay at home and take care of shit and be in power, be the queen. Like it just that's just basic hierarchy systems. Yes. Yes. You, <laughs> you, you would think so. She just decides to be princess, and she's princess for ever because this is like eight hundred. Well, this is eight hundred years before the show starts. Oh, all right. This is eight hundred years before. And and this was already quite some time after our. Yeah, this is about it, 200 years after our time. Oh, okay. So, so they're only in like the 3200s-ish? Yeah. When the show starts? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. It's, it's about a thousand years after the Great Mushroom War. Yeah. It's not exactly clear what time it cut off for us. But it was after the first cell phones. So we'll say between thirty two hundred and the year four thousand. Like it's def like that's kind of yeah. still a big time range, but it's definitely in that area. Yeah. Um. So after her kingdom is established, she has an adventurer named Shoko and her tiger, and uh, these uh they eventually die. Okay. And um, on an adventure for Princess Bubblegum, and uh, her, their remains grow into Finn and Jake's future treehouse. And Shoko is also a, a previous incarnation of Finn. Okay. <laughs> he eventually gets memories back from that time. Alright. This seems like something the show would do. Yeah. Um... So, cut forward a few hundred years, and, uh, Magic Man, who is a character in the show. Magic Man! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, has a wife who is abducted by Golb. Golb is, um, the embodiment of chaos in the universe. Oh, good. Yeah. And, uh, Golb... Kills kills Margles, and uh, Margles. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like Marbles with G. <laughs> uh, 
Magic Man made a device called the Margold's device in <laughs> in honor in honor of his wife. All right, all right. All and right, uh, right. I'm sorry, funny names make me laugh. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's probably why it's in there because a lot of the stuff is kind of heavy, and then they just say Margold's. It's pretty it's funny. It's like marbles with a G. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he ends up <laughs> not following through with the plan because he can't give up the last thing that reminds him of his wife. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I feel like this is a show that you would convince me to watch and then I would hand it back to you and you'd be like, so how was it? And then at some point you would ask me if I cried and I'd be like, why would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) And you would be very confused. Yes, that's fair. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Magic Man does at one point go to Prismo, who is another character we'll talk about more later. Okay. Um, but, and tries to do a cosmic wish to get his wife back, mm-hmm. which is basically a do-anything wish. You can literally change the universe. It's a, dragon, it's a dragon ball wish. It's, yeah, straight up you can change anything you want, but you could bring back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a dragon ball wish. Literally change anything about the entire universe. And, um, he can't get his wife back. Because Gulb is the embodiment of chaos, and when he killed her, out of existence. There is no reality where she exists anymore. So there's no way for him to get his wife back. And this traumatizes him, leaving him to become just... And he just, wished for, like, Gulb to be dead then? I guess not. I guess he uh, that might have been his wish, too. Might have just used it on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to find out that it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. It seems like something that, that would happen. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's very tricksy. Yeah, it's all very cruel to him, and then he ends up being cruel to everyone for always. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just really rude for a while, and he ends up getting banished from Mars where he lives. As you do. Yeah. As you do. Don't uh, blame him at all. He is banished from Mars by the King of Mars, Abraham Lincoln. Good! Four <laughs> score and seven. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, um, Grob Gob Glob Grod. Yeah, yeah. The four G's? Yes. Um, so, about 950 years after the Great Mushroom War, Billy, who was a great warrior of his time. Billy! The Great Warrior! <laughs> yes. Billy! <laughs> Destroys the... Or, uh... Cast the Lich down, it says here. Um... And he imprisons him in Amber. Uh... So he is... You know, at bay for the time being. Stuck in Amber. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a specific note here that... At some point between 950 and 985... Princess Bubblegum creates the Earl of Lemongrab. I want to bring up the Earl of Lemongrab, because the Earl of Lemongrab is my absolute favorite character of the show. Okay. <laughs> he's just fantastic. Um, he's not important to the lore, but his episodes are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the voice by Justin Roiland. No, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not Tom Kenny! <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, also around this time, Tree Trunks is traveling the world. Tree Trunks becomes weirdly important to various things. Um, she's just a little elephant. Oh, sure, yeah. 
Yeah, itty bitty elephant. Tree trunks. Yeah. Um, and she's she's the biggest slut new. Okay. That's cute. <laughs> I live. <laughs> she's just that's that's not shaming. She's just been around, and yeah. she like she's fully aware of it. Like she I know, owns yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh, yep. So uh, she settles in the apple orchard in Ooh in after she retires from adventuring. And she marries no less than three different people. Alright. Um, Good on ya. And around 985, Mo builds Mo Company, and that's where Mo, B Mo was built. Yeah! Little uh, Game Boy guy. Yes. Uh. Forgot to mention him. I know, I know, a little Game Boy guy too. You, you brought him up at the beginning. You knew him. No, I brought him up before when we were talking about it. Not, not at the beginning of this. Uh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff happens around this time. Um, Finn and Jake are both born, um, as well as Flame Princess. Flame Princess. Yep. Uh, heir to the. Fire Kingdom. See, she's actually a princess. Yes. And that makes sense. Most of the princesses are actually princesses. Maybe Bubble that's... Bubblegum, you fucking up, man. <laughs> but uh, I don't think any of them really become queens either. Yeah, but that's the point. The Bubblegum actually is a queen, and she's still claiming the title of princess. It's a backward-ass fucking world that they live in. Well, she was also the first kingdom in this world. So she kind of made the declaration of what was. So, then by those standards, the princesses of all of those should be in control. They are. That hurts my brain. <laughs> I, I don't like that I was right about that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Warren Ampersand <laughs> is technically Jake the Dog's father. Um, Warren Ampersand. Yes. <laughs> and Warren Ampersand finds a compatible host okay. slash partner in Joshua the dog. Sounds like parasitic. It's effectively, yeah, parasitic rape. It's yeah. weird um, because Joshua the dog um, gives birth to Jake the dog out of the lump on his head while his wife also gives birth to their biological son normally. This happens about the same time. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's how Jake the dog is born, and he has stretchy powers because of Warren Ampersand. All right. Sure. <laughs> Got it. That's forever locked in the old noodle. <laughs> so, um... Martin Mertens, Finn's dad, is kind of Martin a piece, Mertens. He's kind of a piece of shit. I love these names so much. They're really good. They're just like the rest of the show. This, uh, yeah. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Martin Mertens, uh, before he meets Finn's mom, is a huge piece of shit, and uh, kind of renounces his ways as he becomes more of a father. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, but as soon as he accepts his role as a father and he starts doing the right thing, uh, his past comes back to bite him, and uh, 
he is forced to escape the islands that the humans have settled on. Mm -hmm. And he's the first person to do that in almost a thousand years since they settled there. Okay. And he does it with Finn, but then he kind of just ditches out on Finn. I think he gets separated from him, but he doesn't, like, go out of his way to find him or anything. He just kind of accepts that his baby's drifting in the ocean. Yep. The only reason he's, uh, baby Finn survives, because he is a baby at this point, um, is with a breadstick wand. Sure. Okay. Which is a wand that makes breadsticks. That's it. Of course. That's, that's... He just survives on eating breadsticks, yeah, yeah, obviously. All the way across the ocean. Because you get all of your vitamins and nutrients and things from... Especially as a baby. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the breadstick wand keeps him alive across the ocean as they, uh... Before he meets Joshua and Margaret... Margaret... It's just the regular name. It's It's a regular name. It's yeah. Margaret. Mar. I just could not say the letters for some reason. Um, uh, but <laughs> yeah, Joshua and Margaret are Jake's parents. Okay. And they find Finn under a boom boom leaf. Boom boom leaf. Uh, <laughs> and so they are. They decide to raise him. All right. Um. About ten years after that. Uh, they pass away, and Jake's brother, Jermaine, continues their work at their house, and Finn and Jake decide to move into their treehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, the timeline is, I mean, it's different than the show, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, I assume so. So many of these things don't happen until, like, the last season. I assume that most of this, yeah, would be just, like, very sparsely seeded out. Yeah, it's super... a lot in the background, and there's a lot of very good episodes that have nothing to do with this canon. Yeah, I assume at this point... Is it possible, while you're looking for the next thing, is it possible for me to watch this show and actively hate the Ice King and enjoy the rest of the show? Yeah, for most of the time, the Ice King is legitimately written as an annoying character. Okay. okay. He is deliberately supposed to be annoying. He's a bad guy through the first, like, most of the seasons. He's not even, like, a bad guy, but he's deliberately written as an annoying character. Cool. Maybe I can play it off as just, I, I really hate this guy. Yeah. And so... Um... Right, so, uh... Lady Raina Corn is... Uh, moves to the land of Ooh around this time and while Jake is in a criminal gang with Timothy Euler, the Flying Lettuce Brothers, and Gareth. I just thought you'd enjoy those Gareth, names. Gareth, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good name. Yeah, uh, they do a really good job. And so now, now we're finally to the spot where the show... Actually, like, episode one begins. Oh my god, 40 minutes in and we finally <laughs> made it to the show? Well, Holy so, shit. Like I said, most of the, the, all those events happen in the show, but they're but, sparse yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's all deep lore. Now we're to, like, where the story begins. Yeah. Um, 
So they just go about on um, quests. It's basically like a D&D adventure. They just As I've been thinking it the whole time that it really just sounds like a big D&D adventure. It is. It is. It, it feels like they just like rolled for half this stuff, including the names. I feel like that's a good way to write a good cartoon, almost. Did you come up with some characters, and then you literally just, like roll dice to see what they do next. Yeah. Like, and then you make a TV show out of it. It, it could really work if you've already got funding. And, well, you the people that are rolling the dice also have to be good improv, like, not necessarily improv, but good storytellers. Like, the good ideas still have to be had, you know what I mean? Right. Anyways. Um, yeah, so they just go on adventures and, um... Finn tries really hard to impress Princess Bubblegum for a while, but there is a bit of an age gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, like, an adult, and he is a child. Yeah. So, you know, he's just trying to impress her by being a tough guy and defend the kingdom while he's doing his adventures. That's just a side plot. Um, Classic young knight thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Ice King has a thing for kidnapping princesses for the first little while. <laughs> Classic bad guy thing. Yeah, uh, it's he does some. It's it's not creepy, but it is really weird. <laughs> Just the some of the stuff he does after he's captured princesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like makes them sing songs instead. It's weird. <laughs> um, Finn and Jake get the Enchiridion, uh in the first couple of seasons. I think in the first season. Um, yeah, uh, Tree Trunks, uh, they go to find a crystal gem apple for her, and she's transported to a crystal dimension. <laughs> so she just has some fun in a crystal dimension. Alright. Yeah. Um, but they meet Marceline, Magic Man, and Billy in the first little bit, and, uh, <laughs> when Finn finds out that Marceline and her dad haven't talked in a while, he's like, oh, I'll get them together, and then summons the Hunson Abadir, the Lord of All Evil, yeah. from the Nidosphere, so he just, and then they have to stop him. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and then Finn and Jake are transported to the Crystal Dimension, and uh, Tree Trunks is the Crystal Queen. <laughs> and they have to... See, she uses Queen... Yes, uh, she's gone mad, and they have to, like, basically make her throw up the crystal gem apple before she reverts back to normal and they take her back. Alright, alright. At least she properly knew how the monarchy works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the lich gets released from the amber prison Billy put it in, and, uh... That sounds it, bad. Finn and Jake and Billy, I think, defeat it again. Yeah, but that's uh, bad. But it doesn't actually die. It uh, lives on in a snail. Oh, Voldemort bad. Yeah. Um. Oh, he, yeah. At some point in time. Oh, during that. That's right. Oh. The Lich possesses the Princess Bubblegum for a short time, oh. turning into a giant beast, and she explodes. Ooh. And, uh, they're able to gather up most of the gum. Oh. And so when they put her back together, she's about five years younger. Oh, what do you know? Five yeah. whole years on... How long was it? 
a long, long yeah, but time. She, she looks 13, and we don't know that she's not at this point. That really has not been revealed at all. Okay. It, so it, it opens up the... Oh, so it looks like she's five years younger, but actually she's much, much younger. Basically, she looks like a kid again. Yeah. She's gone from being having the appearance of an adult to the appearance of a child because there's less gum. Yeah. Yeah, okay. She's got to grow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's made of gum. Yes. Fucking Majin Buu creature. Yeah, she has no skeleton. That's brought up a couple of times. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Where the fuck was I? She ex- bubblegum lady exploded, and they put her back together younger. Right. And she uh, was sewn back together wrong. <laughs> back together <laughs> sewn. Um. Uh. Lemon grab in light of Princess Bubblegum's youth comes to claim the candy kingdom. <laughs> okay. Uh, because she's too young to be yeah. in charge. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like one of her first or one of her elder creations to leave and be like a fully sentient thing. But he's fucking insane, so watching him reign is hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, meet Flame Princess. Oh, uh, Tree Trunks marries Mr. Pig. That becomes important later. Their marriage is hit or miss for them a lot of time, or at least for Tree Trunks. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Pig is very content. <laughs> um, <laughs> Finn just gives the Ankyridian away to a bear. Oh, good. Um, Don't need that. Well, the bear tried to copy him. Like, came into his house and, like, tried to be Finn. It was, like, a weirdly intelligent bear that just... Alright. Tried to tried to be like Finn and just like did a whole thing, but he was possessed by the lich in an attempt to get the Kyridian and succeeded. Yeah, key item lost. Yep. Uh yeah. Can't just give away your important items like that. Like you keep them saved in your inventory for a fucking reason. And at the end of the game, when the credits are rolling, you can snap your fingers and go, Shucks, I wish I would have used that item. But you know what? I thought I would need it, so I saved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd think, but he's a young adventurer this time. Um, grob, glob, glob, grob. I'm going to get this down. I want to get it down. Uh, <laughs> comes to Earth looking for Magic like you're Man. you're torturing yourself. And, uh... Magic Man switches himself out for Jake, and uh, no one, no, yeah, no one on uh, the Council of Mars believes that it's really a Jake. They think it's Magic Man doing a trick so he can get out of getting executed. All right. Um, so they execute Jake, and then they realize that it is not Magic Man, and the King of Mars gives his life to save Jake's life. No, the King of Mars is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, you said that earlier, I yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so he is uh, forever in his chair spot, like his monument on Earth. Now you fucked up. Yeah. Now you fucked up. <laughs> now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. <laughs> uh, Lady Rainicorn gets Where you pregnant. Where you going, String Bean? Hey, hey, where's that fat piece of shit going? 
Uh, Lady Rainicorn gets pregnant because uh, Lady Rainicorn and Jake are a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, the Lich kills Billy, and possesses his body. Billy, Billy no! <laughs> and then uh, they he tricks Finn into giving or getting him all the crystals for the Enchiridion, and he has to steal them from all the princesses of the land. Okay. Yes. Um, and when that happens, uh, they are able to get to Prismo, who Prismo. is a, a cosmic sounds... wish granter. Okay, I was gonna say it sounds very like cyberpunky kind of person. It looks like that. Um, he, it's like a gold room, and he's just a shadow on the wall. All right. But he's a, he's a pink shadow on the wall. Sure. Yeah. Pink shadow on a gold wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... Yep, yeah, yeah. Just getting a, a nice internal visual here going on. Um, we find out later that Prismo's a, just the dream of a sleeping old man. Oh, that's good. It's good. Yeah, that's... Is it a wise old man or a crazy old man? He just seems to be an old man when he... He wakes up at one point, he just seems to be just a guy. Normal old man. Yeah. All right. Uh, the hidden third option. <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, the and while he's there, he tries to wish for the extinction of all life. Okay. Um, and this creates a timeline. Or yeah, uh, no. So right after that, Finn wishes that the Lich had never existed at all. This creates the alternate timeline that is just Finn and Jake on a normal world. They're just normal people. Oh. Jake's a dog. Finn's a human with human parents. They all live together on a farm. Mm-hmm. Times are hard. Yeah. It's a real interesting, like, cutaway, basically. Yeah. And then Jake just hangs out watching this alternate reality play out. And just, <laughs> like, tries to get Prismo to make him a sandwich for his wish. He's like, dude, I'll just make you a sandwich. <laughs> and they, they end up bonding <laughs> over this. So, <laughs> so Jake, Jake is really just... Like that, like he just doesn't really get it half the time, and <laughs> then he makes friends. <laughs> that sounds a lot like me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he ends up changing the Lich's wish to wish for them to go home. Okay. Which ends up being the the solution there. So uh, Finn is saved from his weird timeline. The Lich doesn't extinguish all life, and they go home. And so... the Lich is stuck in his little. So Jake is like a super powerful, like, he's just basically a bard. Yeah. From what I'm hearing, he's he's a bard with superpowers. Yeah, he's a stretchy bard. Stretchy bard. (laughs) Mr. Fantastic Bard. He also plays the violin. Or the viola. Yes, he's a bard. Mm. Uh, Classic. Jake and Lady have five kids, and Castle Lemon Grab is a thing. Okay, I, he, I, the, the name Castle Lemon Grab does strike a weird chord in my head. Well, it's inhabited, it's inhabited by lemon people, um, but Lemon Grab has eaten Lemon Grab too, and is denying everyone food, because he refuses to, he just refuses to be a good leader because he's fucking insane. Okay, yeah. Um, Lemon Hope goes out to get help and eventually 
returns to free the Lemon people, but that's a long saga. <laughs> uh, Ice King eventually stops kidnapping princesses and kind of just becomes a, more of a side character that doesn't really do much. It's just around being dumb. Okay. Uh, and so, still easy to hate him. Yeah, yeah. But you do... This is the spot where it starts... Uh, Kind of parsing out his sad backstory. Oh, no, I'm going to smile the whole way through. <laughs> I don't care. All right. That's... I mean, some of that shit's pretty brutal. Uh, it's Finn, annoying. Finn finds out about his uh, biological dad around this time as well. Uh, and uh, they go to the Citadel to try and meet him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Lich takes advantage of this, or, yeah, yeah, the Lich takes advantage of them going to the Citadel because they have to wake up Prismo to go there, because that's a cosmic crime to wake up Prismo. Mm-hmm. But they do it in this really weird time paradoxy way where Prismo still exists. Okay. It's, that episode's really complicated. <laughs> like, actively confusing for me. I have to watch it, like, twice on a rewatch to <laughs> really understand what happens. Yeah. Um, but they time paradox their way into basically cosmic jail so they can see Finn's dad. But the Lich takes advantage of that, and when Prisma wakes up, they like hit he hitches a ride to cosmic jail, and uh, while there he starts like destroying the prison, so okay. every, all the cosmic prisoners are getting out in a way that you know yeah is bad riot. Yeah, and um, they try to save Finn's dad, because Finn doesn't really know he's a piece of shit at this point. He's just like, well, my dad is in jail, I'd like to help him. Mm-hmm. In cosmic jail. And uh, in their escape attempt, he kind of is just douchey the whole time, really out for himself, and then as soon as he gets the opportunity, he ditches on Finn and escapes. Yeah. And... Uh, Finn has, at this point, Finn has his grass sword, which is a curse on him. He Finn goes through various swords, but the grass sword's kind of important. I should have brought it up when he got cursed with it, but he got cursed with the grass sword. It's part of his hand and, like, part of his body, and when he reaches out to try and stop his dad from leaving on, like, this spacecraft thing, mm-hmm. um, the grass sword, like hyper expands and like goes all thorny and makes his arm like giant and like uh even through all of that the thing uh takes off and martin doesn't feel any shame or remorse or sympathy just watches his son get his arm actively ripped off by a comet thing Jesus. yeah he's just like oof that's that's like martin's whole reaction to that his dad's a real piece of shit <laughs> And, uh, yeah. So he's just without an arm for a while, and he just, a little flower grows out of it. Okay. Where, you know, where his grass arm was. Yeah. 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 Um, then Breezy the Bee ends up mating with the flower, so to speak. Okay. At at the end of a weird episode. And, uh, yeah, it uh, eventually grows back into a full arm after after that. Okay. Sure. Yep. 
Um, it's eventually revealed to just still be the grass or the grass sword. Mm-hmm. But yeah, full arm again. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, and then Finn gets the Finn sword, which is his alternate self trapped in a sword. <laughs> yeah, it's so he he actually has his own like soul in a sword <laughs> effectively and can communicate with that. <laughs> It's himself using himself as a sword. That's kind of funny. And that happens in the weird uh, alternate time loop episode where they get Prismo back to sleep. Okay. Because there's multiple selves running around. Yeah. It's nonsense. <laughs> uh, Magic Man loses his powers uh, and his insanity, and they're transferred to Betty, uh, Simon's wife. Mm-hmm. Who has at this point transferred through that time portal I talked about earlier? Yeah, um, and that was in, in an effort to okay. So Simon came back for a little bit, like his sanity was retained for a little bit, and he knew it would only be for a little bit because he had to put the crown back on if he wanted to survive. Um, so he used that time to make a time portal, and. Uh, because he's a very smart guy. Yeah. And used all the research in Ooh and made a time portal so he could say goodbye to Betty. And that's when we find out why Ice King never saw Betty again is because she jumped through that time portal to be with Simon. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of ruined his whole thing because he was, he was ready to say goodbye and, like, either ready to die or put the crown back on and be gone forever kind of thing. Like, it was a really somber moment. Mm-hmm. And then she hopped on through, and then, like, well, now I have to survive, so I'm gonna just put the crown back on, and, like... So she devotes his her whole time in Ooch trying to save him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as he takes the crown off and returns to himself, he starts to age rapidly because he's been alive for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. So that's a, that's a big uh, motivation for the end of the series there is because uh, Betty now has Magic Man's powers and has one very not sane goal in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Magic Man becomes Normal Man. <laughs> normal Man! Yeah, and he returns to Earth uh, because Grob, Gob, Gob, Grob. Uh, had Got his, it! Yeah. Sacrificed himself um, to stop uh, a spaceship he mistaked for a catalyst comet from hitting Mars. That spaceship <laughs> was piloted by Martin Mertens. Because he just sucks that much. He <laughs> killed what is effectively a god <laughs> on accident. Because he's that careless. Oops. Yeah. Um, and Patient St. Pym, that... Uh, Ice Elemental from our time, throws herself, emerges, and she gathers all the other elementals of the time, Princess Bubblegum, Slime Princess, and Fire Princess, uh, Flame Princess, sorry, uh, all together against their will, and is like, hey, we're all powerful elementals, let's, uh, let's do a thing, and they were like, nah, you're crazy, and... (laughs) She was like, well, that sucks, and then she kind of goes nuts. Um, she's just been told throughout this entire series that she's crazy by everyone, and she's just in denial. Yeah. Yeah, she actually says something like that at some point. 
At some point, the Finn sword gets stolen. Okay. And, uh... So now someone else owns Finn's soul. Yeah. And, uh, he's got... He's still got the grass sword, like, in him. Mm-hmm. And so, when he's fighting to get the sword back, the person who stole it, like, blocks with the Finn sword, and he stabs through the Finn sword with the grass blade. Mm-hmm. Um, this merges those two things. Oh. <laughs> you don't find that out right away. He thinks he just killed the Finn sword, and it's a real sad ending. <laughs> And that was just a version of it himself, you know? Yeah, yeah, but the soul transferred into the grass sword? Yeah, and, um... And now, can it be metal too now? Uh, no. So the grass sword and the fin sword merge into a being which is just a grass version of Finn. It's a full-size grass version of Finn. Oh, so now it's left his body. Yeah. And it's a full, full second person and he calls himself fern eventually okay um they finn jake and susan strong who's a character i've not mentioned but is one of the only other humans on Ooh, uh set out to find the island of humans because there's a recon ship that comes in from their ar- archipelago okay <laughs> good job again uh and so that leads them to realize that there are humans out there, and so they set sail to find them. Mm-hmm. And so they learn the history, and uh, Finn meets his mom, who he is basically a... Uh, what's a good analysis for this? Uh, Hal from 2001? Okay. She's taken over the islands as, like, the healthcare professional. All right. And uh, she's just everywhere. There's multiple clones of her everywhere, but she's actually, her mind is actually in the software of the island. <laughs> so, you know, people don't leave. Yeah. 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 Makes uh, sense. And she takes care of everyone, and she wants Finn to just, like, merge with her. Uh, she eventually comes to terms with the fact that a bunch of people want to leave the island, and lets Finn take, like, a full-on ship and a bunch of people out to leave the island. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a whole series. That's like a whole season of episodes right there. <laughs> that, that short summary. Um, Patient St. Pym, in the time they were gone, um, set up an elemental spell so everything is possessed by the elements. Um, this just means that all the elements are extra strong and people aren't really acting like themselves. Okay. Um, it, all of this uh, comes to a head because it's like taking over ooh nothing is right nothing is normal and they just want to get it back to normal um, and Lumpy Sprace Princess another character I have not really mentioned at this point but that's because she's really not important to the lore until now mm-hmm. she's just kind of a side character who's basically written as an annoying character as well <coughs> more people for me to hate yeah uh, but she's fun to hate, because she's obviously supposed to be annoying. Uh, but Lumpy Space Princess uses her lumpy spaceness. Yeah, It's not really clear. Uh, they explained it in the show, but I haven't watched that episode in a while. But, uh, yeah, she somehow uses the power of lumpy space to revert everything back to its former self. 
but this unfortunately includes Princess Bubblegum's family. Okay. From from way long ago. Yeah. Um. Wah, 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 they wah, need wah, to wah. be redumdumed. Yeah. Uh, Jake finds out his origins from Warren Ampersand, and uh, Warren Ampersand attempts to uh, steal his youth and uh, target his grandchildren, Jake's kids, and so Jake throws his weird alien father into a black hole. Perfect. Um... Gumball, now, you know, fully sentient again, forms his own city-state called Gumbaldia. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, the Candy Kingdom and Gumbaldia declare war upon each other. Okay. And, uh, right before the war can happen, uh, Finn and Jake sneak some, uh, nightmare juice in... Into everybody who's, like, in charge. Okay, that's definitely a real thing. Carry yep. on. Uh, and they go to a dream realm, and they all figure out, like... Uh, Finn and Fern confront the grass demon that's controlling him. Okay. Uh, and everybody else settles their differences in their own, like, dream way. Like, yeah. they dream fight. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the war is effectively called off because of that. Alright. Uh, but Gumball was still gonna betray her and tried to use some dum-dum juice, but, uh, one of the other relatives stepped in and stopped that. Alright. And got dum-dumed. Get dum-dumed. Yeah. Sacrifice their smartness. What you get, you get (laughs) dum-dumed. Um, Betty and King Man, normal man from Mars. Yeah, okay. (laughs) King Man! <laughs> uh, there's so many names, dude. Come on. Yeah, there's so much. Um, accidentally summon Golb to Ooh. Golb is the embodiment of chaos, yeah, the if you remember. Of chaos, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but in an attempt to try and bring back their loved ones, King Man's still trying to get Margles back, and Betty's trying to get Simon's true form back. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Everyone's got their own end goal, you know. So this is the true, like, final fight of the series, is against Golb. It's built up to be the Great War, and then... Everybody in the war fights gold. Yeah, well, yeah, because now the true embodiment of chaos is loose upon the world, and you have to stop it. Yeah. Um, when you have a common enemy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in this, in this battle, um, the treehouse is destroyed, a weird amount of people die, um... And weird is in large or weird is in small? Small. Uh, <laughs> so Finn, Betty, and the Ice King are all swallowed by gulp. And while being digested, they're not digested by like acid or anything. They're being broken down to their essential forms. Mm-hmm. And this allows the crown to go back to its essential form of granting the one true wish of the person wearing it. And, uh, Betty takes that opportunity to do that. 
mm-hmm. and makes herself Golb. She wishes to be Golb so she can leave. It's the only way to actually defeat him because you can't just wish him gone, apparently. Okay. Alright. Because he's the physical embodiment of chaos which has to exist somewhere in the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense, I suppose. So she merges with it instead and leaves. To protect... Simon. Simon. Who is now... And who by is proxy, the, Finn as well. Right. And, uh... So they basically get spit out of gold, and it's Simon as Simon, because they all reverted to their essential forms, including the crown, which is no longer controlling him. Mm-hmm. And so she got exactly what she's been fighting for this whole time, but now she's got to just go roam the universe knowing that. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Sure. Um, the demon that was controlling or that like inhabited Fern when they mm-hmm. defeated it uh, Fern Fern Dust Fern Spider-Man straight up like Finn, I don't I, feel I, good I, Mr. Stark yeah like Finn I don't feel very good like mm-hmm. it's almost like that line oh yeah it's, nice yeah it's shit. it's real good um but Finn and Jake plant the seed that remains from him where the tree fort was and it immediately grew into a new tree resembling the tree fort. And a new fin sword was at the top. Huh. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best parts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's effectively the series. Uh, Princess Bubblegum and Marceline kiss at the end, confirming that they have been a couple. Uh, mm-hmm. They broke up a couple of times, but they have been a couple, like, through the thousand years, so off and on. Yeah. Um... There's a bit of there's a bit of epilogue and prologue in the distant lands events that happen, uh, but yeah, that's that's basically Adventure Time. I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. I I think I'm gonna have to probably give it a shot, just trying to to treat the Ice King as a character that I hate, and I am allowed to hate that character, but try to enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, I do want to shout out a couple of my very favorite episodes that are not particularly lore-specific, um, and that is, uh, Food Chain, which is the only official non-canon episode that appeared in the series, because it's just Finn and Jake going through an actual food chain, like, experiencing it physically. Alright. And the animation's really interesting and weird. Is that the episode that we got the meme of Jake frying the bacon or whatever? No. No. That's, uh... I don't remember what episode that is, but that's just him making bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. (laughs) Take the bacon and you put it in a pan. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Um... Food Chain is just a really, really cool episode. Uh, it's really well animated. It's different from the rest of the show in the way that it's animated, and it's just this breakdown of the food chain. It's super in-depth in a way that you wouldn't expect from a kid's show, and it feels okay to watch with your kids, despite the fact that it's, you know, very much death and things eating other things. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Neat. Yeah. Um... Uh, that episode and uh, 
Anything with Lemon Grab is my favorite episode. Anything with Lemon Grab. Yeah. That's nice. Nice. I will probably have to try to give this show a watch at some point. Oh my god. It has actually a separate section. There's a pillow world that Finn goes into where he lives an entire life with kids and dying. And then he comes out of the pillow world and it's just like, huh. And that's that's an episode and... It's like she, playing Roy. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Jake also has an episode where he just goes inside of himself, because at a time he's just so very hungry, and he just goes inside of himself in almost like a like a coma state. But he basically has a Futurama adventure, where he meets the Professor Fry and like a couple other characters. Alright. It's real good. I think I remember there's also there's a clip of... No, that was from Futurama when they're walking down the staircase and... What and time is it? Shut up! Yeah, they're they're chained to the wall or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that's real funny. I was about to say, I remember that bit, and I'm like, nope, that one's from Futurama, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's the rundown of Adventure Time. It's not an in-depth description of any of that. No, no, um, but it still spanned quite a bit. Yeah, and... Like the, that was that was the brief overview with minimal questions, I will say, and that took over an hour. So yeah, yeah. Well, I was having trouble keeping up with all the lore you were throwing at me. It was hard for my brain to even formulate questions. And yeah, like I said, that's not. It's not a complete list. By Maybe any I will means. go over. I'll I'll go home and I'll watch a synopsis and I'll get it a little bit more in my head, and then I'll come back at you with some questions that we can go over. All right. All right, that'll be fun. That was that was a good lore dump, though. It definitely made me want to watch it more. To be honest with you, because I am a person that I, I'm not spoiled for things like that. Right. I can watch entire let's plays before I ever play a game, and it doesn't detract from me playing the game at all. Right. So, learning more about the story, if anything, just makes me want to watch it more because I know there's more detail in the show than what can be had in a synopsis of a God show. Damn, yeah, the legitimate amount of shit I had to skim over just to get through this is amazing, and I know I messed some stuff up because of that, but it's, yeah. If if you've not seen Adventure Time, big recommend. Derek, watch Adventure Time. I will have to borrow it because. I don't have a way to stream it. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> but um, I think that's a true neutral bonus. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, the bonus episode of True Neutral this week. I'm going to hopefully edit some of this out so it's not so tedious to listen to. And I hope you all have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Bye! Bye!